Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. I um I just finally took a vacation. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. It uh, was a good week for it, wasn't it? it? It well, it you know it 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 had its moments where there was you know a lot of rain, but oh, cause um, the hurricane. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, but um overall it was actually really really nice. Good. Um, it was the the weather was beautiful, uh, and then so I went down to my family. Uh, one of my aunts has a lake house and yeah. um so we went down there and um we had a wonderful surprise visit actually cuz uh my one of my aunts lives in Texas and i haven't seen her in probably 10 years yeah. but um she came up and she hasn't traveled i mean she was i guess she was there 5 years ago but 5 years ago i was i think 5 years ago i was cooking at the summer camp and there was no way that i could actually right. you know get down there um but uh so she came up it's the first time i've seen her in, in in 10 years or so and it was just really lovely to see her it was like wonderful to spend the time unfortunately um she is uh she's advancing in the dementia department so she can still do things for herself <laughs> she's becoming a manager of dementia. she's be- yeah, yeah well <laughs> it's getting there you know yeah sorry i shouldn't make fun no of no that. absolutely yeah, no it's just funny it, it is yeah the way i put it you know uh so she's starting to lose her her, her memory yeah she's starting to lose yeah. her memory um you know it's so like my niece was down there and uh she would continually ask people and she'd met my niece before you know so she'd continue asking, who is that you know yeah um most of the time she remembered me which was good um which was very cool for impressive me. yeah yeah um and and my sister too she was pretty okay so like the older people she kind of remembered yeah um but then there was a an evening where <clears throat> we literally had been out on the boat all day yeah and uh she decided she was going to go to bed and was uh, she out on the boat too? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was yeah, we, we um have a uh, a pontoon boat and then there's oh, also yeah. a a speed boat. So everybody had been out on the boat all day. Um you know, some of us had swam, you know, swam yeah, the yeah, lake yeah. and whatnot. And um so we get home, back to the house, we have dinner and then she's like, oh, "I'm going to go to bed." And uh oh, somebody mentioned, "Are you tired?" She's like, "Well, of course, we're all tired." She's like, "We worked all day in the fields." Because yeah. she's from a farm situation, you know, that was how she grew up. So there was a little leak through of that. But for the most part, um, you know, it was it was good to see. And it, it was funny to me because, not funny, but people were warning me 
And I'm like, guys, do you not pay attention to what I do for a living right now? You know, I mean, yeah. like dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, like this is not my first rodeo. And, and I'm actually better equipped to deal with it than the average Joe, you know, I mean, because I'm used to it. Having said that, family is different, obviously. So like we'd be yeah. playing Uno, which is a family game for us, you know. Yeah. And uh, my 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 aunt with the, the dementia was like... Oh, I haven't played this in forever. It's been years. And my other aunt was like, you just played it last night. You know, and yeah. so it's like, yeah. you know, but once you got playing sisters, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's <laughs> obviously, you know, yeah. family dynamics, but yeah. it was just so cool to have her there. And, you know, on the other side of it. So her husband died years ago. Yeah. And I, I don't, remember him at all like so like it was like years and years ago he died very young and um she ended up with this other guy and they were friends and you know it's i don't know how much of a romantic relationship it is it's just more of like you know two older people getting together getting married you know because because they want the companionship yeah and i don't i don't get along with him he's 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 a hard pill to swallow and for a a bunch of reasons there there are a lot of triggers there yeah. um also he and i had an experience when i was 18 where i yelled out to my aunt we were we were all in california for one of my other aunt's 50th wedding anniversaries and i yelled out to my aunt just say hey we're over here because you know the women went one way and the guys went the other way and he literally forced me up against the wall and yelled at me and like spit in my face, basically saying, you know, you ever yell at my woman like that again? And I'm like, holy shit. First of all, she was my aunt before she was your woman. Second of all, back the fuck up, you know? Yeah. And I didn't say that because I was like, you know, I was I, I was just so taken aback, you know, by it. So yeah, wow, I I I yeah, he, you know, he that would have bothered me, right? So I've never called him uncle before. And my sister and I were talking about it and, you know, she said, you know, she's like, I call him uncle out of respect for my aunt. Yeah. You know, and I was like, you know what? I can do that. That, that was a really like a good way to think about it. And it took me a little bit, but so I got there. I'm like, Hey uncle, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, and, and things went really well. I mean, he's also 20 years older than the last time I saw him. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, and he's, he's starting to. He's gotten a little more crotchety, but he's he's also started to mellow out in some ways too. Yeah. So, um, and then you know, just getting together with my cousins and and seeing them and and talking about life and you know all of this wonderful stuff, and it was just really, it was really good. Was it? Did you have a lot of anxiety going into it? Well, you know, I we, I know you talked about that before. Yeah. So I always have anxiety going into these situations because they have not always been very healthy. Um, yeah. They've not always been very um, comfortable. Yeah. Um, I've had uncles that you know, all meaning well. You know, I had one uncle, and we talked about this last season. You know, where meaning well every time he would see me every summer oh you know you need to slim down you gotta you know, put on a lot of weight and you know da, 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 da. and i've always yeah. been a big guy you know and it doesn't matter how active i am it doesn't matter how i eat yeah. i will always weigh i've always weighed more than 200 pounds i mean like that's you yeah. know 250 pounds so that's kind of a thing um so you know not really the healthiest situation and then i've always felt like the black sheep you yeah. know because in my family my father was you know the last one to get married so my generation of cousins were all like 20 and 30 years older than me right you know so and then right because he was older yeah 
Yeah. And, you know, they hadn't had kids yet. So, you know, they were like 20 years older than me because they hadn't had kids yet. So then, you know, except for one or two of them. So like we had one cousin that was like our age, you know, and, and, and even then she was on the younger side. So she was more my sister's age than mine. Yeah. And, you know, the adults don't want, you know. I'm just a kid. I'm an intelligent kid, but I'm just a kid. So like they, they, you know, they would tolerate me for a little while, and then they would like move me on. It's it was just the nature of the beast. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, it, it it there has always been that anxiety, and even now, you know, like so. Usually, I will call. I won't call my aunt to ask her or to tell her that I'm coming down. I usually have my sister do it. Because my sister will, you know, my sister. Oh you know, yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so like so when you we're making, don't initiate contact. I, yeah. No, I okay. very rarely do, and and they don't call me, um, generally speaking, right. um, except for my. I have one cousin that we we communicate on a semi regular basis, but yeah. So most families like that, right? You know, but like you know, we have all these family big get-togethers, and I always go through my sister. I'm like, so are we getting together for Thanksgiving? Are we getting together for yeah. you know who's going up to the lake? for uh you know the fourth of july or whatever yeah and um so this year for the first time ever i actually it it took me two weeks to get up the the courage and the the motivation to do so and my sister was very supportive around that yeah but i was actually able to call my aunt and it was a very nice conversation it was yeah. a, it was a very good yeah it was it was just a very wonderful experience you know i i called her and i said you know so I wanted to know what, what, you know, if we're getting together before or after the 4th, because the 4th was on a weekend this year. So, yeah. like, you know, when's the family coming up and, you know, who's going to be there? Because I'm, I'm, I'm taking my, I'm planning for my vacation and I'd like to come up. And she's like, oh, that's wonderful. And, you know, we talked about things and she's like, I'm not sure that I'm actually going to be there until later in yeah. the week. Cause she had back surgery and, you know, all that stuff. And she was, she was there when I got there. But, you know, and we just had a wonderful little conversation. Can't nice. wait to see you type thing. So... I'm working through it now. Yeah. You know? So yeah, you're trying to do it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to do it. I'm trying to be there. And, you know, having these, like, you know, last year was the first really good experience with the family that I've, I've had where I felt actually really wonderful and I felt seen and heard and, and understood. Yeah. You know, and, um, and then this year was just another, it was another really good experience. You know, yeah. it was good. great. So, yeah that's um great yeah it re- it really really is so like that's you know great. how not... awesome to have a place you can go like that I right mean, that's incredible and then grow you know actually grow through yeah that. you know because i mean we were there as kids we were always there and summers were we that's we that's were amazing I mean, yeah it's amazing you got to spend your time on a lake with all kinds of toys and right right that's amazing yeah so being able to get over that anxiety and and you know getting there and you know um it was it's really cool to see like my personal growth in that too you know like i was right ready to hug people i wasn't like standoffish which is something that i do you know i begrudgingly hug people but um you know but to be there and to actually feel it and to actually feel included and you know so it was really cool it was really cool and that's for the most part what i did for my vacation um oh i I had a wedding so oh wedding yeah so i i didn't spend the congratulations whole congratulations should i have brought a present yeah absolutely i i All accept right. um small unmarked bills and right. uh, you know <laughs> large checks so who is she uh no yeah uh so with covid you know everything was crazy and um i had a friend of a friend and we all met and 
it came up that I have performed weddings in the past. So she asked me if I would do her wedding. And I said, yeah. And then with COVID last year, they they weren't able, she was bound to determine to, to, she was going to get married that year. Yeah. Because it, it had been 11 years together. So they yeah, were like, it yeah. is time. And um, so they couldn't do the reception and they couldn't have a lot of family there and friends there. So what they did is they did um, a some very small ceremony with like four or five people yeah. each. And then um, with the stipulation that they were going to do have a party when they could. Yeah. Yeah. The a year later. So um, I did the wedding then and then just a beautiful resort space. And so I went down and, and you know, there were about a hundred people there at that time. And so we renewed the vows and, you know, and it was, it was funny because it was, it was just, there was just enough humor. I mean, the, 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 um, ceremony was very sweet to begin with. They had helped write it and, you know, we really worked through it, but then there was just enough humor in the whole. So they're redoing their vows and they're like, I take you again you know and so everybody's like chuckling you know and there were all of these little pieces that made it just just a little bit funny and and really 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 kind of fun that sounds sweet yeah it was and then i tried to leave because i was gonna go home because i'd been you know on the road for so long and she's like the, the the bride's like you get back in there you find yourself a seat and so like i you know i don't know any of these people so that was a little bit interesting but yeah the wedding was beautiful and you know Weddings are good places to meet people. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, they're all 20-something-year-olds. Yeah. So that's not really, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that is too bad. Right. That is too bad. You gotta get that older crowd in there somewhere. Right. Well, yeah, so it was either the twenty something year olds or the or the parents of the twenty something year olds. Right, and those were the right. people that were there. There was nobody really my age. I had one one person that I knew other than the bride. Yeah. So like, you know, and and her boyfriend was actually at another wedding. And uh, so like her and I hung out, you know, she The bride's boyfriend was at another wedding? No, no. So so I the one friend that I had there other than the bride. Okay. Right. So the one person that I knew was she was a bridesmaid and okay. um her boyfriend had to be at another wedding and uh and so she's like, "I you know, blah blah blah." You yeah, know, and she's like, yeah, "I'm yeah. I'm a little on the drunk side, so I really kind of need uh, you know, a, a support person." I'm like, "Yep, I can do that, no problem." So we spent most of the time together. And her boyfriend texted her in the middle of that and in his wedding he had he had to perform CPR. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. He's like, how? How's your? Wow, that's a wedding, right? He's like, he's like, how eventful is your wedding? Because I just finished performing CPR on a guy, um, and he lived. He was fine. He had a seizure, and 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 that was a thing. But um, well, he... you know, I've been watching Game <laughs> of Thrones over again. Yep. And they say that if you go to a Dothraki wedding, yeah, if yeah. somebody doesn't die, it wasn't a good event. Well, okay. So I guess clearly, <laughs> he was at a Dothraki wedding, right? <laughs> And it was a pretty okay event because they almost died. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's time to strap in for this week's deep dive. So I thought it would be pretty cool. I saw this. It was a meme. It was like a one of the pictures on Facebook, you know? Yeah. That didn't you just give me shit about memes like off off mic? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not making any uh, personal life decisions based on this one. Fair Just enough. Awareness, if you will. Um, but yeah. 
So it was a picture, and it's really just a list of words. There's no image, yeah. which is the stupid part. But it's uh, what is self harm? Ooh. Right? So it what it does is it helps widen the category a little bit. You know, you yep. think of self harm as in like cutting yourself, burning yourself, pulling your hair. You know, scratching, digging. That's another big one. Yeah. Um. But these are these are a little. Uh, a little more of the covert ones that yep. you know we might do and not even think of well like the re revenge sleep procrastination that we had talked about last yep. season you know yep. that would definitely be a, a self-harm thing absolutely absolutely um so i'll just i'll start going through the list the yeah. first one is making yourself sleep deprived <laughs> and we just talked about i was gonna say you <laughs> talked about that a while ago as like right. a super prayer you know that was one of your super things is that yeah. you could you could work through sleepiness yeah absolutely um, but, so making yourself sleep deprived not prioritizing your sleep yeah and i think a lot of people do that without you know without realizing that is a self-harm yeah. or without caring and it, it's a perfect avoidance skill in yeah. a lot of ways because you can be numb yeah. Because you're exhausted and, and not have to deal with... You can just be exhausted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I wondered, actually, um, around these lines, if coronavirus had any change in that. Because mm. there was less to be busy doing. Yeah. If, if that affected sleep at all in a positive way. All right. So the next one is making yourself cold, not wearing warm clothes in the wintertime, not sleeping with enough blankets, mm -hmm. um, putting your body in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. So that's not one I really think about very often, but I do, I do know, like, if I say I put the air conditioner on, right? Yeah. And I'm sleeping and I only have a sheet and I don't have anything else. Sometimes I'll notice that I wake up really tense, yeah, you know, or wake up like all hurl, you know, cuddled up in the ball, yeah. Um, uh, not eating, not drinking, or eating too much, yeah. You know, a lot of people talk about that, like I overate or, you know, just not taking good enough care of your body. Yeah, I think not drinking is a really big one. You know, people don't take any anywhere as near as many fluids as they need to take in, right? Um. I actually, I did some work in therapy around that because she was talking about um, my throat chakra mm -hmm. and it had to do with a uh, traumatic experience where I was thirsty. So oh, I yep. talked about an experience <clears throat> that I had and, um, you know, the whole time I'm like dry mouth, dry mouth, dry mouth, oh, like my, taking yeah. drinks and taking drinks. And I, you know, I never connected that. I mean, I, I am somebody that always needs to have something to drink. Yeah. And I never connected that with, you know, the fact that there's all this trauma that tells me without something to drink, this might be the result. Exactly. You know, it might this might happen. Yeah. Um, I so, don't, yeah. I, the drinking one is not a big deal for me. Um, I'm usually really good about it, especially now. Like when I was younger, uh, you know, my, my, my parents were always drink the water, drink the water, drink the water. Well, I had a very developed palate as a child and I didn't like the taste of city water. Now I would, I would drink water at my mother's house cause she was on a well and I liked that water, Yeah, but I would not drink 
you know, my father's water and he'd be like, just drink the water unless it had Kool-Aid in it or something. And we often just had milk. So I would drink a lot of milk. Yeah. Um, but now I have, I, I will go out of my way if I'm in a place and I've, I've lived in a couple of places where the water just sucks. Yeah. I will now go out and buy bottled water. And yeah. even then in particular, because I do drink a lot of water, but I, it has to have a specific flavor. You know, there yeah. it can't be like distilled water sucks. Right. <laughs> it, it doesn't, has right. no flavor whatsoever. But I'd also, on the other side of that, I, I will often not eat um i'm either too busy i mean that's an adhd thing too a lot of times yeah. people will and especially like with the medications i have to be careful with that but if i go into a depression i just yeah. won't eat yeah you I know have that issue too if i'm if i'm feeling depressed i yeah or if i'm feeling really triggered about anything yeah i have a really hard time eating so yeah uh let's see not looking before you cross the street reckless behavior okay um that one i can keep putting yourself at risk <clears throat> i think yeah. And that you know, that one that one I think is a little more mainstream, like the cutting and whatnot. You you hear about people who are just, you know, they'll go binge drinking, they'll they'll go skydiving, they'll go right. you know, they'll they'll have reckless sex with a hundred prostitutes or whatever, you right, know. Right. And and that it's a self destructive thing at that point in time, self harm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um I used to do that with driving. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, letting your skin be dry or break out. So not taking proper care of your skin. Yeah. Um, Usually by the time it breaks out, I, I start taking care of my skin because I, yeah. don't, I don't always remember otherwise. What I think about this one is like I'm constantly getting cut on the hand. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just that I wonder if it's part of that. Yeah. For me, it's chewing my nails, which I, I go through through moments of, um, yeah. through times of. But then I also chew my fingers. Yeah, and your I, actual skin. Yeah, and yeah. I used to do it so bad that they would bleed on a regular basis, and, and yeah. I, I no longer do that, but um, most of the time. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'll notice if I'm really anxious, you know, I my, my pointer fingers both have fairly large calluses on the end. Yeah. And I will just strip it right down to, like, new skin. Um, yeah. and, and I won't even notice it until I've noticed it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's very compulsive. Yeah. Um, we talked about this a little bit, scratching, picking skin. Yeah. You know, if you're somebody that just kind of itches and itches and itches and itches and you just scratch and scratch all day long, you know, and I've seen people with, you know, infections all over their legs just from scratching and digging and, Yep. And that sort of thing. Um, let's see. Over-exercising could be one. I've heard of that, actually. You um, hear about that a lot with, like, uh, eating disorders. Yeah. You know, over-exercising, people that, that overdo that. I've also heard about it with um, substance abuse. Like, if yes. people replace exercising for their addiction, yep. that it can become, you know, really unhealthy. Yeah, absolutely. So... I definitely don't have that issue. You there. know, neither neither I, do I. <laughs> I don't over exercise for sure. Right. <laughs> um, uh, overworking yourself. I don't have that problem at you know? all. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mister. I just worked what ninety hours in a week and then right. seventy hours the week before. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like to think that I've gotten better at it, and I only do it intermittently. Yeah. Um, I, I have become more covetous of my 40-hour weeks. I wish yeah. I could get paid more. So usually if I work more than that, it's 
it's to get paid but before yeah it wasn't about money it was just yeah. about overworking work, work, yeah work work yeah as a self-harm being thing. everything they need yeah giving myself over to the machine yeah. yeah i you know i i i've gotten in trouble for this one before really because i do not have this issue <laughs> at all and i've worked for agencies in the past that were you know they expected you to give them all yeah and i i don't get paid enough to give them all of me right anytime like <laughs> i need my time yeah and it definitely has caused issues because you know they you're you've got a team of people who don't have boundaries around working right who are you know overdoing everything and you're trying to just you know do your actual job and you know within a reasonable amount you know a reasonable amount of clients and yeah you know giving yourself time to do documentation during the work day and all of that kind of stuff like those people are the slackers right you know because they're not doing 60 hours and getting paid for 40 right you know that kind of bullshit so i've often resented the overworkers right (laughs) and and that is a i mean that is a cultural thing that that yeah you know has been programmed into us is you know your your uh, productivity and you know they've done studies obviously that you know show that people's productivity die off at i think it's like 25 to 30 hours yeah and after anything after that in a work week is is just a body yeah um so that i mean that that should tell you everything you need to know about the culture and the society that we're in that praises the overwork no sleep multiple cups of coffee you know to get through your day i mean you know to calm down afterwards and well and and, well no that's a bottle of vodka or tequila to calm down at the end of the night you know i mean that's a thing so the next one is making yourself go out and do things that you thought you wanted to do but now you're exhausted yeah and i i have done that and done that and and sometimes it's a good thing you know sometimes it's like Am I mentally exhausted? Yeah, I am. But I know that if I go and do this, I'm going to have a good time and yeah, it will be worth good. it. Yeah. Um, like karaoke. A lot of times I'm yeah. like, because it's late at night and I'm like, oh, do I really want to do this? And I do because I know that I'll have a great time. Yeah. It'll be invigorating. And when I come home, I'll be very happy. Yeah. And probably a little drunk. And ready to go to sleep. <clears throat> and ready to go to sleep. Who needs heroin when you have alcohol? No, um... <laughs> Sorry, oh, heroin again. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I just recently learned it was a downer. Oh, I mean, okay. right? so... <laughs> your knowledge bases expand. That's right. Yeah. All right. But then there are things like you know, I I make plans. I really want to do them. Um, yeah. Like visiting different people or or yeah. whatever. And then the time comes, and I'm like, oh god, I just I... I don't. But I force myself to do it because I worry about what the other person would think. Yeah, you know, yeah, or because I feel like I have an obligation, or do you, you know. find that you put those things off to a point where you'll be tired, like on purpose? Well, and yeah, actually, sometimes it's not always. Like if I don't really want to do something, sometimes it'll happen where I'll yeah. just I'll I'll put it at a specific point where I'm like I'll fit this in if I can knowing full well that I'm going to be too exhausted and I can use that as an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Um which is 
you know, slightly different than, you know, pushing through it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but then, and we've talked about it where like, if I, if, if it's late and I'm going to visit you, sometimes I'm coming and I'm, I'm, I'm totally on and I'm totally on because like, yeah. I don't want you to know that I'm like exhausted. And we're, when you know. we're saying on, we're talking about like acting as if you're on a Broadway stage right. in somebody's house. Right. Yeah. I mean, totally exuberant. Hi, yeah, how is everybody? Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Hey kiddo, there you are. You know, that's responses sort of to everything. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. um, as opposed to coming and going, Oh God, I'm exhausted. Let's yeah. just sit down watch some TV or, or yeah. have a conversation or something like yeah. that, you know? Um, and, and that's where it's, it's self harm. And then I'll stay for like, you know several long, hours yeah. and then yeah. i'm like oh god i just need to go to sleep and yeah yeah um, you stay until you're exhausted yeah until yeah. i'm really really bad and that that goes back to that no sleep thing yeah you know so yeah i mean i think honestly i think sleep is one of the biggest ways that we do self-harm yeah um in general whether it's you know poor prioritizing or whether it's depression or whether it's anxiety or or trauma or just you know wanting to get more out of the day than you can in a day yeah um so yeah so another one is um this one i thought was interesting is putting yourself in anxious situations or triggering yourself so kind of like intentionally putting yourself in situations that are going to be overly stimulating or intentionally triggering I think as I've grown older personally, I have stopped doing this. Yeah. Um, but when I was younger, it was something because I thought I, again, it was because I, it was a trauma response. I thought I had to do it. I thought I needed to do it. I needed to yeah. be in these specific situations. But, you know, now I'm like, it's a party. Nah, you know, I'm, I'm really not feeling it. We're, if we were going to do one-on-one -on -one time, that's fine, you know, with somebody. But yeah. if you have like five or six friends over, I, I'm just anxiety right now not happening. So sorry. Yeah. You know, I, I'm much more liable to, you know, to, to stand up for myself and be like, yeah. no, you know. I I can't say that I've ever had this issue. Um, my triggers have always felt way too dangerous to even get close to that kind of situation. Yeah. So I'm much, much more avoidant when it comes to that. Um, purposely answering someone who you know will yell at you or talk down to you or, you know, you'll be abused in some way, you know, or, or used in some way. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is definitely something that I do. Um, I try not to, but as as I become more conscious of it. But, um, <clears throat> and again, when I was younger, and and I forgot about the triggering piece for the last one, but that's the same thing. You know, I will seek out, and and the the thing about self harm behaviors is they're not all conscious, and right. and I don't think that people you know necessarily understand because cutting cutting is generally considered or a conscious effort even though a lot of times it's not you know yeah. sometimes yeah, people will a go, lot of a lot of yeah yeah there's a lot of that unconscious cutting and then all of a sudden they're bleeding they go like oh shit you know yeah um yeah yeah self-harm can be a compulsive behavior and typically is which means you're not thinking about it you're just right right so i will often pursue um sometimes relationships but interactions where i will be purposefully triggered and and, and i know in my head that that's going to happen you yeah. know or 
uh, I will be yelled at, or, you know, I want to get into a fight, you know, that that's a thing, you know, and that's part of that, that piece. And, and I know that going in, that that yeah. is something that I really am looking for, for whatever reason. Yeah. And then I feel like shit afterwards, you know, so like, Aww. it's, well, so whatever part of you that's looking for that, you're not comfortable with. Right. You yeah. know, it's definitely yeah. a, a self-harm behavior at that point in time. Yeah. It sounds like it having relationships with people that you don't really want to have them with. So I'm thinking about like that whole, you know, I have to call my aunt thing. Mm -hmm. Like parent, you know, you don't. Right. And that's okay. As right. long as, you know, she's not saying I need that out of the situation and you're, I don't know. I don't know how that would happen with an aunt, but <laughs> right. I'm right. thinking like a relationship, you know, somebody asks you to, for something and, you know, you can't do it or you don't want to do it. Should the relationship continue, even though that aspect is not part of it? Or is it conditional, you know? Right. And then is one person giving more than the other? And does that even matter? Well, we talked about this when we were talking about boundaries, too. For me, yeah. I have, uh, there are several people, but I, I have one specifically right now that... You know, she's a nice person, um, and I don't want to hurt her, but I don't want to go and, you know, drive the however long to go visit them. I, right. you know, it's mentally, emotionally draining. It's, it's, there's nothing, you know, and it's not their fault. And I know yeah. that, you know, yeah, it's, it's just not a good, it's just not a good relationship for me at yeah. all, but I feel bad. So therefore I continue to do it, you know, right. and I try to limit it as much as possible. And I will sometimes overstep for myself and then it's not good. Yeah. Cause then you get stuck. Yeah. And yeah. it feels like that probably trapping. Absolutely. Not giving yourself time. So not including you in your schedule. So like downtime? Yeah. 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 Or maybe fun time. Right. You know, right. whatever. Let's see. How, how are you with that? I mean, you, you, you seem to be pretty good with that. Not giving myself time. I think I really sucked at that until I was able to figure out something to do with my time. Mm -hmm. And then I got a lot better at it. Yeah. Um. But I needed to fill that space with something that filled me, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to just having nothing. Yeah. You know, I don't do that well. I don't do a TV day well. Like, which is why, you know, with the, we had talked at one point about the situation I was having with my wife and I spent a day like watching a TV show. Right. Like, that right there tells you that I was checked out because right. I've not sat that long for a long time. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so so yeah, it's not um not as big of a deal now, but mm -hmm. certainly used to be. Yeah. I was not the type of person that could sit still. Like I needed to be doing something. Um, and those were all like tasks, you know, and now I'm able to prioritize sometimes doing something that's joyful or right. creative or brings me happiness. Yeah. So that's helped. Um, and then the last one here is not letting yourself spend time with people you love and know will be good for you. 
That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I, because, I see you pointing at me, Jason. Yeah, <laughs> you, well, you were talking about this earlier. Yeah. It's like, even though it's uncomfortable sometimes, when you get to a place, it feels good. Yeah. And it's not a crappy feel good. It's a good feel good. Right. And I'm wondering, like, you know, obviously everything on here is shades of gray. Right. right. I think to to look at this from that perspective of like all of these things all of us do them all at some point in time it's not doesn't mean that you're you know needing to be institutionalized right (laughs) you know that something's wrong with you um clearly if you're causing damage to a point where you need medical intervention right like scratching yourself infecting your skin or um, not sleeping for so long that you really develop some dysfunctional sleep habits and insomnia and psychosis. You know, well, that that's that's yeah, that's <laughs> that's very long term. Yes, well, yeah, but you know, I mean, that you're talking three plus days at that point, right? Um, so everybody does these. Everybody compulsively will have a couple that they'll probably do. But as long as it's not impacting your life, it's not anything to worry about. It's just something to be aware of. Yeah. You know, like when you're trying to make that decision, do I want to go or do I not want to go? Is is going going to harm me? Yeah. You know, and even thinking about that. Because I wouldn't necessarily think about it. I would just think, well, going sucks. Staying doesn't, you know. But I'm supposed to be there, so I'll go. Like, I would never think about it as in like, can I afford that damage? Yeah. You know, can I afford whatever that's going to cost? Yep. And putting it in a, a self-care mindset and framework. Yeah. So that's my list. That's what I have. You know, so it, but the all of those, for the most part, without with a couple of exceptions, are ones you don't think about. It's one that none right. of us think about. And one of the things and that, you know, you we can do to mitigate that is uh what's my motivation and and that's something that has come up for me recently is as a as a tool is what is really motivating me to do such and such you know is it feeding and and what is it feeding in me you know is it feeding my ego yeah is it feeding my rebellious side you know is it feeding my my soul yeah and and then why why do i feel like it's feeling my soul you know you you have to question a few things to so you can kind of get there and of course that that means self self knowledge and yeah. self you know awareness awareness um, which you know everything comes down to that that self awareness um, great tool I highly suggest it ten out of ten right um, so funny that we keep ourselves at such an arm's length right it is <laughs> it really really is you know and I th- and it gets worse the older we go we get because you know those habits become just that they become habit so it becomes harder and harder to separate what is us and what is just habit yeah 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 especially if you're doing that unconsciously like wow well good yeah any other thing you know i can't think of any like that that's a pretty cool list because it's It's a long list it is it i like i liked it yeah absolutely thank you for sharing that all right hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter at stumbling 
T-H-R-O-U-2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly 